Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. We're an audio podcast based in Glasgow where we talk everything that is yarny, nitty and fabulous and sometimes we do tend to get a little bit tipsy along the way. Whether you are a new or returning listener, we are delighted to have you here with us and let's get on with the show. Hi guys, we're back. I can't remember how to podcast. What do we do? I don't know. How do we record? Are we even recording? What are buttons? <laughs> what knows? is podcast? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everything's terrible. <laughs> As you guys might have noticed, we have new music. Yay! We have a new logo. Yay! And the exciting thing that we have is, is a our website. website. Yep. We are com. Yep, it's official. Yeah, so basically I guess it means we're sticking around. Yeah. It's something we'd always thought about since the beginning, and but then we were like, but you know what if but then over the hiatus i think it really showed us how much we actually really really love doing this well i was gonna go with well now we're older and we have jobs and stuff and like we've had incomes and savings and we can afford a domain name but yeah let's go with that pip the nice option <laughs> <laughs> um well you have a job well, yeah, you had a job. Like, you were. I, I you used were, to have a job. Yeah, you were a contributing member of society. Yeah. I mean, you, you technically still are. You are raising the next generation, after all. Yeah, I just don't get paid for it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, work, making me redundant. Yeah. But that's fine. Do you know what? Yeah. I welcome it. Yeah. It's kind of nice not to be tied to knowing I have to go back to the call centre life. Yeah, and, and in all seriousness, it means you've got more time to edit the podcast. Yeah. Which means we can make more mistakes when we're recording. Although you say I have more time to edit the podcast, I have replaced job with baby. What, you mean like having a baby's hard? <laughs> Stressing listeners, I am joking. <laughs> I am joking, do not at me. <laughs> so as you can tell, guys, like, life stuff happened. Yeah, loads of life stuff happened. Um, we're going to get into that later, Though, as a quick note, going forward from this point onwards, we've decided that, you know what, yeah, we are adults, and if we happen to swear a little bit, we're just going to leave it now. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're not going to drop any, like, massive cuss bombs, but, you know, some of us identify as basic bitches, and basically, if you're not down with that or you know you've got wee ones who might be around and you don't want them to hear that sort of language don't blame me by the way um this might not necessarily be the podcast for you going forward it's not going to be loads all over the place but there's probably going to be occasional swears yeah and i mean the other thing is like again we've had changes in our routines and lives and things and our language has updated itself somewhat or downgraded depending on how you look at it <laughs> so yeah, just a wee note there going forward. Yeah, I mean, I can barely remember most words most of the time, so... What our language? Yes, exactly. How are words? What is mum brain? Where our grammar? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, as you can, guys can also tell, we have both been a little bit less on social media over the hiatus and things. Yeah, so... so how do we podcast? What is our usual routine? Drinks. Oh yeah, my favourite bit. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, it's been almost a year since I found out I was pregnant. It has been almost a year since I have been able to drink anything on the podcast. Oof. Like, and I'm still not drinking alcohol <laughs> on the podcast. That's fine, though. Like, what you choose to, you know, imbibe is your business. Yeah, you are, though. Yeah, I am drinking. And as it turns out, like, having a working life and a routine and everything's been great for me to the point that I've included going out drinking and going to clubs on a Friday night. Life is good. Yep. I'm so happy. Um, ooh, really satisfying noise when I slap my leg. I'm wearing pleather leggings, guys. Great. I'm really sad I haven't been on the receiving end of any, like, drunk Sia texts. Oh, I don't do that anymore. I've grown up. Oh. <laughs> Disappointing. Well, <laughs> oh i'm sorry i will make a mental note next time I oh actually next week excellent um for reasons i'm not going to mention on the podcast um i have another significant life event happening next week um though just to sell things not engaged not pregnant not viva yay i don't know what else it could be but yeah i have a significant thing going on next week i will be having a bit of a celebration Whee! anyway whatevs so um drinking well this week i'm drinking should we go with me first or do you want to go first oh i'm talking really fast it's very exciting you, you why don't you go first okay so my darling darling phil who is my boyfriend i almost forgot there because we had a letter addressed to 
Philip Gottfried yesterday, and that is not his name. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure who I'm dating anymore, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he went on holiday. Oh, maybe that's who came back from holiday. Not Phil, but different Phil. Yeah, <laughs> his went, doppelganger. Yeah, his doppelganger, Philip Gottfried. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, wow, have you missed all, all of these tangents? I know I have. I have too. Yeah. I've so missed it. Okay, for people who are sat there going, yeah, but what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Uh, Phil brought me some Misty Isle gin back from Sky. Mm-hmm. He actually gave it to me and he went, this is for the podcast. Aww. Yeah, aww, but also it's been sitting on my shelf for months and I've been like, that's some nice looking gin. <laughs> I would like that gin now. <laughs> and Phil's been like, it's for the podcast. I mean, he also said I have to share it with you, but you're not drinking, so... No, oh, I, will. Well. I, I was going to say I'll have a taste. Oh, I'm not, not drinking. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just not drinking right now no, that's fair i mean i'm, I'm not making i make no assumptions and yeah. also i only put a little bit in a bottle to bring here for me there is still half a bottle left so we're good, we good yeah just specifying though that is a little bottle that is a mini yes <laughs> i've not brought half a bottle of gin with me like, full <laughs> bottle, no. anyway let's have a wee taste that is very nice and i'll be honest with you this isn't the first time i've tasted it because i accidentally mixed it up with my glass of water five minutes before we hit record <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a dirty laugh bit <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have missed this. Uh, I haven't. I Can have. I try? Yeah, absolutely, go for it. So I've Thank mixed you. it with a bit of tonic. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It is, isn't it? It's re- This is so, so light. Mm. And you don't kind of get the like weird cloying taste in your mouth that you sometimes get from gins, and you don't get it going right up your sinuses and clearing everything yeah. out for the winter. Yeah. Um, and looking at the description on the website, like they say that they use 11 botanicals in total. And obviously there's juniper. But they've also got coriander in there, which Ooh. I can really taste when I drink it. And mm-hmm. it does taste really different from your normal gin, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I think I'm definitely getting sort of like a more of a peppery taste. Don't know about you, but... It's nice. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It's, I don't it's really like, know how to describe it. It says it's got a refreshing aftertaste, and I would agree with that. Mm. And I think you'd probably be able to sip that without the tonic. Mm. Maybe. I mean... I drink gin without tonic because yeah. I don't like tonic necessarily. Yeah. So I'm like, I would definitely drink that without the. To be fair, I'm pretty tonic. sure that tonic water I put in was flat, but. <laughs> oh well. We are the most professional. I'm yes. the most professional. Pip's more professional than I am. Anyway, Pip, <laughs> what non alcoholic beverage are you consuming this episode? I'm actually drinking tea. Tea? Can you believe it, guys? Me, Miss, never drinks tea. This will tie into my spam later mm-hmm. on but those of you who know this will figure out who I got yarn from just uh-huh. when I say this but I'm drinking some Burden Blend mm-hmm. which came in a really awesome um, little like paper thing and uh-huh. that says the tea bags are 100% plastic free and biodegradable which is cute. Oh fab! And um, when I took the tea bag out it was so sweet you mm-hmm. can actually see like this. It's it doesn't just look like brown dust yeah it actually had the flowers and the dried leaves oh, and stuff in it it's so life. nice um and it is the dozy girl what's the equivalent of flavor yes yeah, i was about flavor. to say colorway and i was like <laughs> not colorway <laughs> it is the dozy girl flavor which mm-hmm. is a soothing sleepy time chamomile tea blend with lavender and rose and it's also got some lemon verbena and hibiscus in it mm-hmm and it's actually really nice. What colour is it in the cup? It's like a really kind of deep... It, it kind of is like a strawberry red. Oh. Like, like kind of like diluting juice. Oh, like Ribena. Yeah. Okay. Like summer fruits. Like summer yeah. fruits Robinson's diluting juice. Nice. But it's actually really nice because it doesn't have the bitterness, I guess, because it doesn't actually have tea leaves mm. in it. It's, yeah. It is just chamomile, lemon rose lavender and hibiscus mm. so it doesn't have that bitterness yeah have you had floral and fruity teas before not really oh, okay i think i had there's a place there's a tea place near us called chayovna oh, and yes. i had some of their fairy's blood which is another chamomile tea which is quite nice mm. but yeah this is actually okay. really nice but cool. yeah now some of you guys who watch podcasts and things will have an idea of who i bought yarn from Ooh, who could it be <laughs> it is such a mystery who in the yarny world likes bird and blend? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Continuing on with our regular routine, which we're a bit rusty on, I guess it's time for on and off the needles. Mm-hmm. Pip, what do you have on your needles, if anything? I have match and move on my needles. Mm-hmm. Now, I cannot remember 
if I had matching moves on my needles for the last episode, let me just check. I want to say you yeah, did. Yeah, I did. I did. I want to say you'd had it on for the episode before And the one as well. before that. And the one before that, no? Not quite the one before that. Okay. So since episode 36 so May. in May, <laughs> I've had this shawl. Thing is, I got quite a lot of it done. Yeah. And then I had a baby. Yeah. Like... You also um, got a bit bored of it, I think. When... Yeah, I'm a little... It's just a lot of garter stitch. It's just a lot of garter stitch. And I'm also at the point where there's not... The the rows are the same length until the mm. end now. And knitting's quite hard to pick up and put down when there's a baby. Yeah. So I've actually been doing a lot of cross stitch yeah. instead. Because it's it's much easier to literally just uh-huh. put it up and pick, pick it yeah. up and put it down. Without having to worry about like stitches coming off your needle mm. and things. So I've had... I've actually done... A couple of cross stitch patterns. So you've got quite into your cross stitch, haven't um, you? I've got a bunch of patterns from plastic little covers mm-hmm. and a kit as well that I'm kind of working my way yeah. through. So just match and move. Honestly, I don't really see it changing. I see it becoming hibernation for yeah. a while, to be honest, which mm-hmm. annoys me. But at the same time, eh. Well, at least it's one of those patterns where you can literally put it down for six months, go back and be like, oh yeah, this is the repeat. Yeah. Wham, bam, done. It's two lines. Yeah. It's, it's great. But it's just... Uh-huh. It's just not working for me right now. That's fair. How about you? Okay, I have a couple of things on the needles. Um, for the most part, I have been monogamous over the hiatus when mm-hmm. I have been knitting. And it's allowed me to churn through a load of projects. Mm-hmm. But I have lost drastically at yarn chicken. <laughs> so I did cast on a My Chrysalis Shawl by Lavani Patricella, mm-hmm. who I absolutely freaking love. Her brioche patterns are just amazing. I've knit so many of her patterns over the hiatus, it's untrue. Um, but I was doing this in two of the yarns that I got at Perth Festival of Yarn this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, the Rose Gold colorway in the Glitzy Footsie base from Mrs. Lamb Yarns, mm-hmm. aka Kalukshek Ellen. Who we interviewed for another round, which we hope you guys enjoyed, by the mm-hmm, way. Yeah, and some bear fluff from Bear and Sheep's Clothing, oh. and it's a Surrey Alpaca Luffy. <gasps> oh my god, I need more. I want more of that base. It's delicious. What a good name for that base, by the yeah. way. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, so I was knitting those two, and I ran out of bear fluff, and I kind of suspected I was going to when I cast it on. Mm-hmm. And initially, I was kind of like, "Yeah, it'll be okay. I'm just going to do it like a couple of repeats." fewer than it should be but i really love the bear fluff so excuse yeah i know it's an excuse to buy more (laughs) plus the colorway is beautiful it's it's the cognac colorway Mm -hmm. and i've never actually had cognac it's good it made me realize that but it is beautiful so it's essentially going to be this beautiful massive floofy rose gold delight yeah which is everything i love uh but it is on hiatus much like our podcast was. <laughs> and then I've got a shawl for an art lover on the needles by the wonderful Carrie Westerman. Mm-hmm. I saw loads of people knitting it over the summer. And I don't know, I guess I just kind of got to a space where I was like, I've not knit lace in so long. Mm-hmm. And my wrists have been pretty decent in terms of like my health and things. So those of you who've been listening to us long term know I have various issues with my nerves. It's fun. So yeah, I decided to cast it on and see how I was with like purling long rows and doing lace and things. And as it turns out, okay. So I'm using the yarn that I got from Woolenflower a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a silk, alpaca and cashmere blend. Oh. Avocado pip dyed. And it is so soft. Is it avocado dyed pip, pip dyed? It's something naturally dyed. It's a rose gold colour and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be freaking soft and I've just got the final chart to do and then mm-hmm. it's done. But... I would say is if anyone's looking at it thinking, oh my God, what an intimidating, scary shawl. Don't, honestly, it's been flying off my needles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carrie's patterns are always super well written. And anytime I find there's an error in terms of count, stitch counts and things, it's me. It's never Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely recommend that. And um, My Chrysalis by Levani Patricella as well. Yeah. So that's what's on my needles. Really long-winded answer. <laughs> it's going to get longer in the next section. Uh, Pip, what have you got off your needles? One project. One. Plus baby. Well, yes. I mean, baby is both FO and whip. Uh-huh. Uh, but I... We mentioned in the last episode about mm-hmm. the um, queer... Quiet Queers craft along. Yes. So I have knit myself 
a you rock by Susanna Sommer in all otherworldly yarn yes and I mean it worked out as a pretty good fade to be honest it is beautiful and I literally was knitting it before baby J was born and um, so basically what happened um, is we went in for monitoring and then they decided they needed to come out which was fine but I was knitting the whole way mm-hmm. through monitoring I was lying there in the hospital like la 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 got loads of knitting done and I was yeah. like I wonder if I'll get this finished before he actually comes and then they were like well here we go we're going now and I was like oh so I literally had one repeat left and I cast <laughs> off before oh. it. I was like the whole way through I was like maybe I can get it done before he's but nope oh wee man but I did actually manage to get it done not long after mm. we got home I got no knitting done in the hospital after he was born because I have never experienced a delirium like that before um, but he was quite a quiet sleepy baby for mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks and at one point I did manage to pick up my knitting and actually cast it off so mm-hmm. and I only just recently blocked it months later because it's so huge that we did, didn't have space but we went away for the weekend yeah. and I was like oh, I can block this in the nursery before he get before we and it'll be dry when we get home and that way it's not blocking anyone seven foot by four foot guys oh my goodness that's seven foot by four foot yeah it's such a good pattern the cast on and set up was a bit of a pain but after that it was just really simple and i have i get brioche now Mm -hmm. i understand it yeah and i'd highly recommend it yeah it's great pattern love it the otherworldly yarns is all just beautiful mm-hmm. and gorgeous and luscious and again some uh, corolla we interviewed her for another round yes we did so yeah one project off the needles but it was a gargantuan project to be yes fair. yes but sia you've been busy yeah i have been busy it turns out i could give you the rundown of literally everything that i've made but i can't be bothered to check my ravelry page um, <laughs> if anyone really cares that much you can go do that but yeah how you spend your free time is your prerogative yeah so i've made two ripple bralettes by jesse may designs mm-hmm. one is in the fiberpunk yarn that i got before the hiatus yeah which was a silk blend and oh my goodness it is luscious mm-hmm. so first of all i recommend the ripple bralette pattern mm-hmm. initially when i saw it i was a bit skeptical then i saw so many people wearing it and oh my god hands down one of the best patterns ever she does such a good job of making her patterns size inclusive but yes, they work well they on all sizes because i was reading it and i was kind of like oh okay i have to knit this size and it'll have negative ease what if i get so far and it doesn't fit nope yeah. fits perfectly i made one using the fiber punk yarn and then gamer crafting um angie of gamer crafting knit one in one of her buffy colorways mm-hmm. and it looked epic so i had to get a skein of it and do it again Mm-hmm. and i extended it a bit so it's a bit more of a crop top than a bralette yeah but it is so comfy and i can actually get away without wearing a bra under it nice so i can wear it as like a proper crop top like out if i want to mm-hmm. and it is relatively supportive mm-hmm. but yeah i love them love them so much and i've got another of her bra patterns on my queue but i haven't found the right yarn for it yet yeah but yeah i am all about knitting bras now it turns out <laughs> <laughs> yep i never thought i would be when i started knitting but I really recommend them and I think you plan on one don't you Pip? I have got one literally sitting in a project bag mm. waiting to be cast on but I just have a few other things I need to do first yeah. but like I literally live my life wandering around in a scabby breastfeeding um, bra and I would just like a nice little crop top I can pop on underneath like over yeah. the top just to cover yeah. that when guests are over because I'm so hot all the time mm. overheated all the time so oh, oh. yeah baby j noises in the background guys yep he's our um guest host yes just gonna be life now yeah um uh, apparently has opinions about bralettes yeah any more opinions we man no no okay cool another thing i've knitted that i really loved was the brioche socks by lavania patricella mm-hmm. i'll be honest i decided that it'd be a really smart idea to do them two at a time <laughs> which meant four balls of yarn <laughs> wow i'm not saying i regret that life choice but it was difficult i mean i remember when she released them and i screenshotted it and i sent it to you and i was like see ya it's lavanya patricella and it's brioche socks it's basically everything that could possibly be for you and you were like oh and then you're like i'm gonna do them two at a time and i was like okay 
I'll be honest with you, I'd probably still do them two at a time again. It's just that I would, I swore a lot. But no, <laughs> it is a super well-written pattern and I did it using some of Chromatic Yarns Nitical Roll Club mm-hmm. and some Gamer Crafting Sparkle Foreplay. So they're green and red and it's like Harley and Ivy socks, to be honest. Sparkly! They are the nerdiest socks I own. Uh, but yeah, super good pattern. But if you do decide to knit them, knit them one at a time. Do not be an idiot. <laughs> do not do me. And then I also knit a dance hall shawl, which is another Lavanya pattern. I can't remember if I finished it before the hiatus or not. But Who I knit knows? it using some long stashed various blue yarns as a gift for um, Phil's godmom who proofread my thesis for me. Mm-hmm. And again, it is another amazing pattern. It's guard stitch, it's brioche. Really recommend it. It's a beautiful crescent shape as well, so wearable. I might make one for me. Um, I also knit a hat dana pattern by Denise Byron. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if people have seen that on social media as well, but it's such a versatile pattern. Mm. The repeat was easy to memorize, and I knit it using some Queen of Pearls DK yarn, mm-hmm. and I gave it to Phil's mum for her birthday. Because I remember years ago I knit her a cowl and she said, oh yeah, or Phil had said even, like, she, you know, she wears it as a hat sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I saw the hat dana and I was like, aha. Yes. Problem solved. <laughs> so I did that. And yeah, again, I really recommend it. And the cable up the middle is so cute. And there's a tassel. And what's not to love about tassels? Of course. Um, what else do I do? Oh, I knit a cardigan for the wee man. Yeah, you did. I did a, pe- I did a baby penguino. It's so cute. That was a super fun pattern. And it's like modular and it's really cool. I don't think I'd knit an adult size one. I think that would kill me. Mm. But a baby penguino like a baby in a, like an adult's cardigan so yeah, cute so cute it's now my favourite baby pattern it has replaced the drops cardigan that I normally do for babies Oh, so that was that was cute and the wee man looked good in it he did he did it's probably, probably outgrown it now no it's probably coming up to being exactly the perfect size really? it was a bit big when I first tried it on him and you made yeah. it in the six month size remember yeah but even then I was looking at it and I was like that's a bit small but equally Mm, yes, opinions. Equally, I was kind of like, I don't know how big babies are. Yeah. <laughs> what are baby? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's 75th centile for length, so he's a tall baby. So he probably yeah. would fit it perfectly <laughs> about now. I bet you the arms are too short for him now. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. And I also knit some uh, a pair of Pebbles and Pathways socks from Hey Brownberry. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely mass. And I knit those using more chromatic yarns in the Eldritch Blast colorway. Eldritch Blast. you got to say it that way. You do. Those of you that don't watch Critical Role, you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's fine. It's, it's a, a spell. It's a D&D thing. It's Travis Willingham. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. Yarn's awesome. The pattern was so good. It was meant to be my D&D project, so I'd knit on them every time I had D&D. Yeah, I finished them in a week. <laughs> <laughs> but they did not get knit in D&D. I'd finished them by the time it got around to D&D. <laughs> But oh no, it is an amazing, it's a re- amazing pattern and it's really easy to adapt. Like Mars has put in tips and tricks for changing it to fit your foot perfectly. And hands down, best fitting pair of socks I now own. Nice. So I recommend. And then a final thing that I've knit for Phil was, well, final thing that I've knit was some mitts for Phil even. And it was in some Biscot Yarns Go Habs Go colorway. And the yarn is really, really soft, but and I'm saying this because mostly it's for comedy effect, but the Habs colours are red and blue, well, red and navy and white, and unfortunately knitting them on the train on my commute to work, it looked a little bit Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really glad when those came off the needles, but Biscot yarn, sock yarn, super soft. Mm. And there was no pattern, I just made it up. Nice. But yeah, so that, that's basically all my patterns and all my really bad chat. Well, no, it's not all of my bad chat, you know it's not. But yeah, that's what I've been knitting. Anyway, we've both been acquiring stuff for spam. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, ream through mine because it's, yeah. like, what, four months? Four, four months of shopping for patterns and yarn for Pip and I. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. So I'm just going to ream through okay, it, guys. Go for it. So, patterns first. Mm-hmm. I have bought George Street by Maddie Harvey, and it's a four-ply shawl designed for variegated yarn, which is awesome because you don't get many shawls designed for variegated yarn. That pattern. Um, I got Slice of Light by Suzanne Sommer, which is a four-ply shawl with brioche. I bought Play It by Queer by Chanel Wu, which is like this beautiful four-ply color blocked shawl. Oh, yes. 
I bought the Letty headband by the lovely Rosie Purnell of Pixel Atlantis and that's like a four ply headband which is perfect for scraps or minis. I bought the Quinn? Qu Quinn? Quinn? Q-U-Y-N-N hat by mm -hmm. Wooly Wormhead which is a little Aaron baby ear flap hat because Baby J has a really really big head and hats don't stay down over his ears so Aww. I'm going to knit him a couple of ear flap hats for the winter um, on that I also bought a The Beloved pattern by Tin Can Knits which is a DK baby ear flap hat mm -hmm. um, bought the Ripple Bralette by yep. Jessie Mae Designs also the Ripple Crop Top mm -hmm. by Jessie Mae Designs I bought the Aquamar line by Park Williams which yes. is that sweater that you made because I have a giant ball of scraps so all of my four ply scraps I've been holding triple and turning into a giant ball which is probably nearly the size of my head I was going to say that is definitely bigger than the baby's head but yeah yeah it's large. It's got a bit of sparkle in it too. It That's does. Nice. It's literally all of my scraps, all yeah. of my minis, all of my anything four ply bits and bobs. And I also bought the Farmer's Poncho by Lavagna Patricella, which is a four ply brioche poncho and it looks amazing. Yes. Super um, cozy. Yeah. So these all fun things mm -hmm. for the future. Yep. In terms of yarn, when I was looking at this, I actually hadn't bought as much as I thought I had. Mm-hmm over what a three four month period not too yeah. bad so well some of it you didn't even buy because it was gifted yeah so i sam took me to Celia mcwheely before baby j got here because i really wanted to go and i wasn't mm -hmm. sure if i'd have a chance to get yeah. there after he was born so i got some of Celie's um bfl aaron in the amazon colorway which is crazy color and beautiful Mm -hmm. and I got also got some Chabon Crafts Sparkle Sock mm -hmm. in the Too Hot to Handle one of a kind which again is lovely and colourful and beautiful mm -hmm. then Sia picked me up some yarn from Perth and Knit Me Sane BFL 4 ply in the Sad Claw and Colourway then I picked up some Jameson Spindrift 4 ply in Mustard and Pebble for an idea that I had had I picked up some Ripple Crafts Reliable Sock in the Learning to Swim version 1, mm -hmm. which was an RNLI fundraiser, which was awesome, and also it's just really pretty. And then lastly, I got a Chromatic Yarns Sturdy Sock Set in Eldritch Blast! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is too enjoyable to It see. really is. It really, really is. Thank you, Travis Willingham, for blessing us with Ford. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, just, well, Sia, carry on. Sia is thirsty. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Get back to your spam. <laughs> That's it. I'm spammed out. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> Fine. Right, okay, my spam. Not gonna lie, I literally can't remember what my spam is. <laughs> I mean, you definitely got some Eldritch Blast. Or was that well before? That was well before. That I got after Edinburgh Yarn Fest because ah. Hannah did an update the day that we were at Edinburgh Yarn Fest and I sat in one of the like chill out spaces of Edinburgh literally ordering it on my phone. Did you not buy some in her recent sale though that I got my socks set from? Yes I did. You did? Because well remember. Yes I can. I got a sturdy sock set in the uh, Prayer of Healing colorway ah. which I've wanted for ages. It's like this beautiful pinky colour and I've never played a cleric. Oh wait, no, I have played a cleric actually, and I never used that spell because I was a cleric that liked to cast vampiric touch and a few other things. <laughs> <laughs> I was a life stealing cleric, not a life giver. <laughs> yeah, I got that um, along with some lovely bird and plenty. And uh, speaking of uh, corner of craft and chromatic yarns, I have had a couple of the Nitical Roll Club schemes come through, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to go into that just in case spoilers. Though I am doing another one this month and I can't wait. I recently got hold of some Countess Ablaze mohair yarn. Yes, you did. And yeah, God, this is such a D&D &D based podcast today. It was from her, the team's latest um, like secrets about the team update. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whose it was, but it was called something along the lines of my D&D &D character would be a squirrel wizard. <laughs> and it also happened to be sort of like shades of rose gold. <laughs> so made for you. Yeah. So I got two skins for that. I don't know what it's going to be. I might go back and get the other two that are on the website <laughs> and make a sweater. We'll see. But either way, it's so smooshy. Smoosh. Yeah. What else did I get? 
stuff from Perth? Yeah, oh yeah, I went to Perth Festival of Yarn. So yeah, as I mentioned, I got the yarn from Bear and Sheep's Clothing. Bear and Sheep's Clothing and Calic Shack Ellen. Mm-hmm. I also got a skein of Slub Yarn from Ooh. Dye Candy. And Ooh. I'll be honest, it was a purchase that I made with no real common sense in mind. I saw it, I squished it, I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> and then spent the last couple of months wondering what the heck to do with it. <laughs> uh, but it's going to become a hat. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to hold it double or triple because then extra smoosh. Smoosh. But it's in a, it's one of her oak colourways, one of a kind. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what it was called, but it's beautiful. It's purple, and yeah, I'm, I'm down with the slob. Yeah, it's like down with the sickness, but you know, I was literally about to say, come on, get down with the slobness. <laughs> Someone's gonna do a colourway or an update called that. Get down with the slobness, <laughs> and send us some royalties. <laughs> Joke. Yeah, and you know, generally chatting about Perth, it was a really lovely time as usual. I went across with Heather and our other pal Emzy and we only managed to go on the Sunday because of various schedules and things and obviously Pip was not able to make it because baby. Well also recovering. Jay had actually had his first set of jabs on the Friday and for those of you who don't have babies and have never experienced the meningitis B jab it's not pleasant so we were not in any state to, to mm. come and I was gutted I really missed everyone mm. but it looks like you all had a really good time yeah and so many people were asking after you yeah which is nice so yeah it was we went on the Sunday and I've got to say one of my favourite things about Perth is that it always you know the few t- the two times I've been in the two times you've been it has been so relaxed and chill and friendly I mean not that other festivals aren't friendly but the, both times I've been, it has just been easy to get around. Obviously, you know, Eva pays attention to things like the size of the aisles and the stalls and things. It's bright. It's really brightly lit, but not drastically so. The temperature, for me anyway, was just right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just a fantastic spread of vendors as usual. There were some regular vendors who've been there before and a couple of new, new ones as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, just really, really, really good fun. Um, yeah, I I can't talk highly about it enough to be honest. The three of us just got to talk to people that we knew, got to meet some new people, got to smush lots of yarn. We didn't have a chance to catch up with Eva because she always seemed to be busy every time I caught sight of her. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was just it was lovely, and I think there is a write up about the festival in the current issue of Yarn People at time of recording. Yes, which I need to get hold of. Speaking of, but no, it was as usual cracking day out and you know if it's on again next year i think it might be mm-hmm. it's been announced i can't remember the dates off the top of my head i think it's yeah. the second weekend in in mm. september i'd definitely recommend going if you get the chance um hopefully we'll be able to make it next year and it'll be both of us yeah which would be a novelty three of us <laughs> oh three of, oh yeah we man's got to learn how to squish yarn yeah sometime. he can attend his first festival yeah um, so yeah that was perth um in terms of other spam and stash and things i can't remember i honestly can't remember what i've bought it has been a couple of months (laughs) yep but again if you are all that invested in what we've been purchasing and squishing and casting on and things just feel free to stalk us on ravelry yep i keep ravelry pretty updated yeah so do do you so ish (laughs) (laughs) so yeah what else has been going on since we went on hiatus let's see well the amnest sweater cal finished and there was a meetup at perth yes uh i know maddie got to meet people on the saturday Mm -hmm. and i think they got a couple of pictures and i got to meet a couple of people on the sunday which was lovely Mm mm-hmm and oh my gosh so many nice amnest sweaters have been knitted over the past couple of months oh my gosh guys like i think we were a bit blown away they're beautiful they are i just oh wow wow yeah honestly the success maddie has had for that pattern is so well deserved oh yeah it's just such a fantastic pattern that works well for every body shape yeah and you know the number of people that i've seen casting on their second or their third third, like yes i mean i've had so much wear out of my two and Mm -hmm. i'm delighted that it is getting into the colder weather because you know i get to wear them yeah i mean it works really well for me it worked when i was pregnant yeah and now it works for feeding yeah so mm. like it's just 
so good. It's nice to keep the top half of me warm, warm while I'm feeding <laughs> the baby. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and honestly, it was just really lovely getting to do that with Maddie. We are so, so, so appreciative that Maddie thought of us and wanted to do the cow with us. Mm-hmm. And we just had an absolutely cracking time. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely did. We did announce the cow winners whilst we were on heights. So, yeah, in terms of winners, our Instagram winner, who won some yarn from Rusty Ferret, was at Valerie McGregor on Instagram. And our chat thread winner and recipient of the beautiful sparkly beaded stitch marker from the little bush baby makes again who we interviewed on another round if you want to go and listen was the ruby doo so yeah yeah they'd both knit some beautiful ammo sweaters and maddie also announced some winners over in her group as well mm-hmm. and again it was just we were absolutely blown over by how many people joined in the cal and really got involved and it's just been so fantastic yeah. seeing everybody's finished sweaters using the hashtags and things and for some people it was like their first garment and all kinds of things it was just amazing like i'm so glad we ran it we had such a good time time. so huge 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 thank you to everyone who was involved and maddie for inviting us to join the cowler in the first place and for designing such a glorious pattern i have a feeling there's probably gonna be a third on my horizon at some point yeah well i've got two and my mother-in-law has Mm. bought me the yarn to make her one well, there you go. Eventually. Maybe you could knit a baby one for the wee man. <gasps> that would be so adorable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Imagine knitting him one in neutrals. Oh my gosh. He looks so fancy. I mean, my baby does not wear neutral. Well, no, he does. He does wear <laughs> He's neutrals. He's literally wearing a grey onesie right now. But Shh. <laughs> but he does. He loves his colours. Or rather, I love to put him in the brightest, brightest colours ever. He suits his colours. Yeah. That baby looks beautiful in yellows and oranges. Just saying. Yep. He does. Mm-hmm. A yellow and orange Anna sweater. Oh, that would look so summery. <laughs> He'd look like a little citrus burst. A little sunbeam. Oh. <laughs> sorry, guys. Not sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, normally in this section of the podcast, we have something to talk about. This episode, because it's our first back after our hiatus, we figured we'd give you all a wee bit of an update over what actually went on during the hiatus for us, and also chat about what we might be doing going forward. Yep. So, probably the information that you've all been waiting for us to drop since you started listening to this episode. <laughs> Piff, what happened to you during the hiatus? What details can you give us? I had a baby. So, he was a bit late. Mm-hmm. He was almost a week late. Yeah. But woke up for on the day of my midwife's appointment mm-hmm. and uh he got a little bit quiet wasn't massively mm-hmm. concerned went went to the midwife appointment mentioned it went to the hospital mm-hmm. and they were basically like we don't think there's anything massively wrong but you're already overdue so let's kickstart the process oh wait we can't kickstart the process so we'll just take him out the sunroof <laughs> that is the best phrasing so he we had woken up and in fact poor Sam had gone to work before mm. the midwife appointment Aww. so he'd been up since like 7am that morning mm-hmm. we went to the hospital Mr Moo was born at 10 past 4 the next morning neither of us had slept a wink it was something but you know what the whole experience was actually really mm-hmm. positive and because I didn't have to go through labour mm-hmm. my c-section was also not that bad mm-hmm. like it recovery was long but not bad Mm -hmm. like I was up and about within hours like six hours or something and we were in hospital for three days just to try and get my milk production going and Mm -hmm. things but I must say like I was kind of prepared that birth was going to be hard I was not prepared for breastfeeding Mm -hmm. to be so hard like it is literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life but about the nine and a half week mark Mm -hmm. I was like okay I think we've got this Mm -hmm. now this was nine and a half weeks of just but like he's just a wee dream Mm -hmm. I just love him so much and he's really cute and he's got a really big head so thank god (laughs) he came out the sunroof just gonna say that (laughs) and he's just he's just wonderful and he's now at that point now where he's almost four months old mm-hmm. and he chats and he plays and 
he anticipates things so he knows that there's a routine for certain things mm -hmm. he knows that when he ch we change his nappy as soon as his feet come out of that onesie they're getting kissed Aww. he knows and he smiles ahead of it now and it's just amazing watching him mm. become more and more of a person every day and yeah you guys might hear him on the podcast in the background you might hear my husband playing games in the background keeping him quiet <laughs> but that's just hello there that's just life yep, there you go. Now. That's Sam. so that's mm -hmm. been the main thing is i had a baby oh yeah and i got made redundant that was the other thing yeah i mentioned mm -hmm. earlier yeah so i don't have a job anymore but i mean it's, it is what it is mm -hmm. the good thing about being made redundant is that you get at least a bit of money yeah for it mm -hmm. so we can live off that for a while <laughs> like it's kind of nice, as I said, not to have to worry about yeah. going back to the call centre life. And I can spend a bit of time doing things that I want to do. Yeah. And not have to worry about when I'm going to go back mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, it won't be fun when I'm searching for new jobs in March or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I can just relax yeah. and just let it go, mm -hmm. kind of. And just, yeah. just relax about it. So... Yeah, that that has been my whole life since. <laughs> like you just, yeah, mum brain is real, so real. I don't have any time to do anything anymore. Mm. But it's okay. It's worth it. Good. But you've had exciting things happen. Ish. <laughs> okay. So while Pip was doing the actual important and interesting thing of having a baby and looking after a small child, I submitted my thesis, <gasps> which is not as exciting or interesting. Don't pretend. No, that is um, super exciting. I mean, it took yeah. you three years, what, three, four years to write that four, thesis? Four years, one year full-time, three and a bit part-time. Like, it's, I mean, that's a big deal. I'll be honest, I'm really blasé about it now, having submitted it and had the time to recover from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, I handed it in and I wasn't prepared for sort of the mental, not quite come down or let down, but just suddenly being like oh what is the pin number for my bank card and um how do left and right work <laughs> thesis brain yeah so i spent a good sort of like three or four weeks after hand in just completely useless shell of a person mm -hmm. um i've not touched a comic book since probably the beginning of this year mm -hmm. and i feel really good about that to be honest and i think I don't know. I, I don't know if I like expected to miss it or not, but honestly, having handed it in and kind of gone fuckity bye, <laughs> I'm really pleased to be rid of it. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of expected to feel a bit torn about what I was going to do after handing in. I've made no secret of the fact that I think academia is not for me. I do not necessarily appreciate. A lack of a routine and I don't want to get into short-term job contracts and I'm not and things like that I'm not gonna rant to you all about what academia is like in my neck of the woods but I want stability and basically I'm not into the whole researching and being on my own for hours I get so bored of my own company mm -hmm. so the fact that I'm coming out of academia and looking for jobs elsewhere, or at least jobs that are around academia but not researching or lecturing, it feels mm -hmm. great. Um, yeah, like I've got my Viva coming up, so for those of you that don't know what that is, that's my PhD defence, where I sit in a room and uh, two dudes will be like, why is there a comma on page four, and why did you do this approach in chapter seven? And I'll be honest, at this stage I'm probably just going to be like, I have literally no idea. <laughs> Because like I just it. wanted it to be over. Yeah, to be honest, like like many of my life decisions, <laughs> the decisions I made in my thesis seemed like a good idea at the time. But yeah, and then I've been doing things like talking to my supervisors about what I'm going to do afterwards. They think I'm probably going to submit a book proposal somewhere. Okay. I don't know. Like, when I was little, I really wanted to be a writer and to, like, write a book and things. And I'll be honest, if anyone is thinking about doing that via academia in a thesis, I don't. <laughs> Not my best choice there. No. So yeah, it's been looking at things like how to submit book proposals and stuff, and then obviously applying for jobs. So I finished up being a GTA, graduate teaching assistant this year. And again, really glad to see the back of that. I liked having a captive audience, but equally having a captive audience that had come down to university on a snow day 
and then spend the entire class sat on flipping Amazon. <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me. I get paid regardless, but why would you come out of your flat on a snow day and sit in a cold classroom, ignoring people talking about a book that you should have read to sit on Amazon? Stay in your flat. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to miss that. Or, you know, only being paid for one hour of work a week, despite mm. doing more than that. And yeah, I have a new job. Exciting. So I'm working for a mental health startup and the team is so nice and amazing and so welcoming. And I'm doing the social media for them and I'm going to be taking over the podcast that they do. So at some point there will be episodes of the Ampersand podcast as hosted by yours truly. <laughs> Which is really weird and terrifying because I'm used to doing things with Pip. <laughs> and unfortunately, Pip cannot co-host with me because only I'm getting paid. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so it's going to be a podcast chatting about mental health and stuff. And I'm really looking forward to it, but at the same time, it's kind of daunting. Like, although I've had some training with like mental health and things from working at the university and working at The Big Issue, it is still a massive subject. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. And it's what I've got on, going on in the immediate future. And then, yeah, that's basically it. And other than that, you know, re regaining a social life, buying pleather leggings. <laughs> I thought people would tell me it was a midlife crisis, but people have told me they're actually quite cool. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I've got a lined pair, so I'm also cozy. Coziness. Yeah. Pleather yep. leggings and knitwear, guys. It's the way forward, I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah. So that's the general stuff going on on my end of things. Yeah. In terms of like other things we've been doing, we've both super got back into role playing. Yeah. It's my human interaction, guys, mm -hmm. where I can pretend to be someone else, like, yeah. and not have to worry about the stupid things that come out of my mind. Oh yeah. I can yeah. blame them on the character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've both in a game called Torg mm -hmm. on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that game, for those of you that aren't aware of it, is basically a mishmash of genres. Yeah. Like So it's kind of like the universe, different parts of the world have been overtaken by these different realities. Yeah. And it's super cool. So you've got kind of like the UK and bits of Europe have been overtaken by a D&D &D fantasy type yep. reality. France and bits of Europe have been taken over by this like futuristic cyber religious... 1980s madness yeah the america has kind of become like the arthur conan doyle lost world yeah. with like you know dinosaur people mm. and like yeah technology doesn't work um then there then uh egypt has become the nile empire which is all like 1950s pulp, pulp. fiction so which is where my character comes uh -huh. from and it's like superheroes and it's amazing yeah but like 1950s superheroes yeah so it's not kind of like current superman and batman who are basically invincible it's more like superman but he's super super weak to like all of these things yeah then japan is zombies yeah they've got zombie horror stuff and then india it's like victorian victorian horror so we're talking like thulu like lovecraftian it's amazing scary you know that when that particular <laughs> reality comes in wherever you are that like your character might die yeah so even though we said that these realities have taken over these specific zones sometimes they like interfere with each other and stuff yeah oh and there's russia which Jeez, is like mad max yeah yeah and cyber demons oh and... it's it's really good fun and i think it's great for people who haven't role played as much before because the system is just 1d20 dice so 20 sided dice and it also rewards... So D&D rewards you for combat. Yeah. Now, in Torg, it rewards you... Like, in combat, if you do an mm -hmm. interaction-style thing, like, you can still affect things. Yeah, so like, you, can, you can trick someone or you can taunt them. So you can be like, <laughs> your mum smells or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really good. And it also means if one person wants to play an axe-wielding dwarf... And then another person wants to play a sharpshooter pilot. Yeah. And another person wants to play, like, an augmented, like, half-cyber person. You can all play. You can do that. All together. Our group's, so. like, a super mishmash of things. Yeah. And it is so much fun. It really is. It is so much fun. It's an excuse for chaos. Yeah. It's great. And obviously, like, talking about Torg and stuff, I mm -hmm. think going forward on the podcast, we are going to be talking about more 
not necessarily nitty mm. stuff. Yeah. Just I mean, when we get to those sections, we will warn you if that's not your jam and, you know, you can turn off. Yeah. Or completely um, unfollow us. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, we, we got a good response for our one of our Another Round series, which yes. is our fandom chat. A lot of people were yeah. really interested and really enjoyed it. Yeah, and again one thing i didn't realize like we had we recorded that like the week before or a couple of days before i handed in my thesis Mm -hmm. and listening back to it now i'm like i should not have recorded any of this in the mental state i was in Mm. because like i was kind of like i did not express myself as well as i feel that i wanted to yeah about that stuff me neither (laughs) but 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 it's out there and you know what we we can maybe do that again yeah do more because, so, I mean, if nothing else, you know, we've both moved on from some of the stuff that we were talking about in that episode. Yeah. So, you know, we're both super back into Critical Role now, and mm-hmm. we're super into our talk, and Killing Eve is finished for the season, so I need to find something else that's got a really cracking wardrobe to obsess over. <laughs> I'm watching Strictly for the first time. Oh my gosh, Strictly. <gasps> I have been waiting for this day for so many years, you would not believe. See? I am a huge Strictly fan. <laughs> I just love the pretty dresses. We literally live, te- like, text each other like opinions throughout the episode we'll have to watch the final together yes we will oh no i might be in canada boo i'm in canada at christmas but we'll talk about that next month yeah (laughs) yeah Um, oh god it's christmas next month oh god i don't even (laughs) Uh, (laughs) do you know what i think on that note we will finish things here yeah you know if some of you have suddenly got christmas carols running around your heads because of us you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) but it's been so so nice to record again yeah it's really good to be back so looking forward to being back properly Mm -hmm. and everything um yeah oh well i guess all we can say is see you next episode or rather listen to no you'll hear us next episode you don't know we don't listen to you we do listen to you you know what What we mean mean. love you guys (laughs) Bye. bye Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Knits podcast. You can find the show notes at tipsynits.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at tipsynits. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube as the Tipsy Knits podcast. And if you'd like to, we do have a coffee page and you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsynitspodcast. podcast.